Remember, you can stay up to date on the latest news with the Irish Independent WhatsApp channel. This week on Crime World... There was a Republican police from 1920. I mean, the IRA was effectively trying to run an underground government. And actually, there was a crime wave. 1919-1920, there's a wave of bank robberies, post office robberies, robberies of individuals, robberies of pubs in Dublin and in rural areas as well. So the IRA tried to actually clamp down on that. On occasion, solving bank robberies and giving the money back to the banks. I'm Nicola Tallent, and you can listen to my podcast, Crime World, wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to the Throw-In Independent.ie's GAA podcast. I'm Will Slattery and we have another great show lined up for you today. In just a few minutes, I'm going to be joined on the line by Kerry legend Tommaso O'Shea to discuss the Kingdom's rip-roaring draw against Mayo in yesterday's All-Ireland semi-final. But first, I'm delighted to be joined in studio by former Mayo footballer David Brady, Dublin legend Alan Brogan and Rory O'Connor of Rory's Stories. We'll start this week as we do every week when David Brady comes into us with the uh, David Brady health check after another outrageously dramatic Mayo uh, performance. David, you said it took two hours to recover from yesterday's game. It did, yeah. It was look at. I think it was captivating, and it was it was a roller coaster. And says there was peaks and troughs from both sides, and it was again. I, I don't if Dara, if I'm asked to come in here again, it's it's on one condition. <laughs> it's, it's I'm not emotionally uh, uh, scarred after the, the day before because it has been a roller coaster for Mayo um, all year. Was part of the emotional scarring that you were responsible for the big tactical talk of the game. Stephen Rochford's obviously a big fan of your media work because you were touting Aidan O'Shea as a possible man marker for Kieran Donny in the full back line. Um, look, at this, the reality is that I thought it was an option and a good option. Um, now, I did, when I was writing this Underworld, I did say that from the comfort of the couch, it's a lot different. It's a lot different to the uh, to the, the managerial backroom uh, decisions that's made. Look, at it's. Um, I thought it was a very good, viable option. Um, I think Emma Smart said it himself that he had noted it. I don't know, was he listening to me or did he just think it up himself that maybe uh, it was an option and he had they had talked about it as a team. But it, he, you know what, it uh, it was an option and it was, he played him and it worked, but for the vast majority it of it. It worked to the d- degree that no high ball, no aerial bombardment, which is a key strength that Donahue's came in. But then it's on the opposite, the, the, the ball that Curry played, the way they played it, that was that was the, the game. I think people are, are beginning to realise that, and I'd have, I have never said it, that Kieran Donahue was a one-trick pony. He um, he was he was excellent yesterday, and um, Aidan O'Shea was given the role. And I, I think you go to yourself, there's, everyone is saying it was a disaster. Um, I don't think it was... Another disaster. But it took Aidan O'Shea out of the game completely and Kieran Donahue still got on enough ball and created enough scores that surely he wouldn't have created as much if there was a few high balls kicked in on top of him if Donald Vaughan was marking him. Well, Lance is, that's, that's easy to say it's, you know, on a Monday afternoon because we don't know. Uh, we do know what happened and it didn't work, it didn't work out well. And uh, unfortunately, you know, you go, it's, it's, it, did, it, did it counteract some of the, the Donahue-Gini threat? I thought there was a time and a place for it, but I don't think it was for 70 minutes long. Alan, it's interesting when we were kind of talking about it off air. You think that uh, Stephen Rochford might go back to it next week, even though a lot of people are questioning it? Yeah, I think um, 
like in the week leading up to it, I'm sure Stephen Rogers spoke to Aidan O'Shea maybe, maybe early in the week or the week before and said, look, what about this as an option? And I think Aidan O'Shea in his mind would have been visualising these these high balls, these long diagonal balls coming in. And you could see the one ball that came in in the first half. He went for it whatever, and he won the ball. He should have been given a free against him actually for a bit of a charge. So he was pumped up for that for that type of ball. And I just think that he didn't think about the ball on the ground in the week beforehand. And he was maybe caught unawares with the amount of ball that came in low to Kieran Donaghy. And, and, and like I think... Like as we were talking about, when he turned, Kieran Donny couldn't believe the space he had. He he, he he nearly looked shocked by the space he had. Um, and I actually think that that if Aidan O'Shea looked closely at that and he changed the way he played him next week, that he could still do the job in the air, but really improve in how he defended him on the ground, get up alongside him, and stop Kieran Donny getting that low ball in because he's like he's physically strong enough to deal with him. He's quick enough to deal with him, and. Strangely, David might disagree with me. I don't think that that Aidan O'Shea is as important out the field to Stephen Rogers as people might think. Like he went for Donald Vaughan out around the middle, and I think the pace that Donald Vaughan brings around the middle compared to Aidan O'Shea improves the Mayo team. And I certainly don't think he can play in midfield. I agree maybe with plays yeah. centre forward. I don't yeah. think he can play in full forward because he's. Why do you think they can't play in midfield? I just don't think he has the pace to play in midfield. I think. Uh, that that Stephen Rochford would want guys with legs around there, and and, and Aidan O'Shea do, just doesn't have those legs. He could play him centre forward, maybe might be the spot for him. I think full forward, he's going to clog up that space that 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 Andy Moore and Killian yeah. O'Connor and and um, and and Jason, Jason Doherty used so well. Yes, like I thought it was Jason Doherty's best game in the Mayo shirt. Without a doubt, Andy Moore speaks for himself. Killian O'Connor was probably quiet enough by his own sense, but I think they create a lot of space in there. So maybe se- maybe centre forward or else full back. I think are the only two positions. For him. Would there would there have been that amount of space left if Aidan O'Shea was sitting down, uh, sitting back at, at centre forward? I I I doubt it. It you know on the country. It, it didn't work well, but there, it created a lot of opportunities. Uh, Jason Doherty had a fantastic game. Kevin McLaughlin got on a massive amount of ball. I think it, it created options and opportunities for other players that benefited Mayo. The fact that he wasn't there and there wasn't such a fulcrum and a focus on our, uh, as a, a centre forward for Mayo. There's, there, you know what, it's, it's, um, it'll take me a week to get over it, but <laughs> there's, there's, um, there's so many options, there's so many permutations. And again, what we've what we seen yesterday was football. It was, you know, it was everything you'd want to see in a football match, plus a little bit of uh, a little bit of chess. Rory, what did you make of it? It sets up a belt of a weekend, you know, the replay on Dublin Tyrone coming up this weekend. Yeah, it was just going back to, to Aidan O'Shea. Like everyone knows why he was in there to stop the aerial threat, but like Kieran Donaghy is as as good a full forward as probably ever played the game. So he knows himself, and the carry boys out the field. No, don't bother booting in on top of me. Like I have, I have the cuteness here over O'Shea. After 30 minutes, that's what happened. Like Alan said, it was one ball and Aidan O'Shea was building up all his anger for being tortured on the floor, like to go through down here and win a ball and give the Mayo crowd a great lift. But, you know, it wasn't working for 30 minutes. Everyone everyone at home, everyone in Crow Park could see that. Aidan O'Shea tried out to midfield for the second half. 99% of the people were like, oh, thankfully, restored normality. Aidan O'Shea caught the, the throw up, won a free, here we are. Then he drifts straight back into the full back line. I was like, oh my God, here we go again. Like, it's... Like I played midfield my whole life for uh, my club. It's like having Darrow Shea, the best midfielder of all time. Darrow go in there and stop him catching the ball. Yes, I'll stop him catching the ball. But if he plays on the floor, he's going to destroy me because I don't know positional sense. I don't know whether to make a run, hold back. And that's exactly what happened Aiden. I felt sorry for him. Like, like Donahue, as Alan said, had so much time on the ball, he didn't even realise what was happening. So I... 
I disagree with Alan there. I don't think he can go back to that again. Um, even on a drier day, I'd expect Donahue to be even sharper on the floor with him. So, um, But on the flip side of that, like what, what David said, it created so much space um, with Aidan out there that Morn had you know, the freedom of Crow Park. He won't get that again. So there is a, there was a positive to see Aidan in there, which was the other end of the field, all this space. But... I don't think it's a tactic they should go in the replay. Yeah, we're joining the line now by Tomas uh, O'Shea as well. Tomas, I guess you can debate this call all day, but when you get down to it, Kieran Don, he was probably one of the few Kerry players who, you know, really hit their top level of performance. So do you think that was down to who was marking him? Well, look, I, I there's a few things here. I, I, I wouldn't blame Aidan O'Shea, but you wouldn't send a plumber to wire a house. Do you know, you don't. He's not a defender. You know, I think... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not. I don't think it was fair on Aidan O'Shea. I think it was a brave call, and you know they took a chance. It didn't backfire totally, but still, Donahue is is Donahue isn't the player he was in 2006 when he came on and he was aerial bombardment. He's brought in so much more into his game. I think he's playing the football of his life. He has the aerial threat still, but he's so aware. Take the goal that Stephen O'Brien got. Donaghy, the simple thing to do there would either take a shot or play Maher on his right-hand side. He held the ball on, much like he did when he scored his own goal against Galway. He held the ball, he went inside rather than outside, and he created the goal for Stephen O'Brien, basically. Now, he had a hand in 2-4 yesterday. I, I think it wasn't fair. And like Alan alluded to there, I don't think he can make up that gap in terms of, like, a couple of times Donny got ball possession there and he turned very, very easily. You know, and he doesn't have the sense. Fullback is a is a is a specialised position, especially on the likes of Donny. And I, I think, I don't think Mayo will play it the next day. I'd agree with Alan that I think his position should be centre forward. I, I know David says other players come into it when maybe Aidan O'Shea isn't up there, but the guy has dragged Mayo through the championship this year. He's been absolutely outstanding. And I definitely think he, if you, like it's like Donaghy, Ganey and O'Donoghue are probably more dangerous in terms of their ability to score. But Donaghy caused mayhem when he goes in there. I think he would cause consternation if he was in centre forward. Kerry would have to do something. I think that link between midfield and, and the full forward line, if he's able and allowed to, to, to play that game, I think he'd be more dangerous to Mayo. There's nothing that Aidan O'Shea did yesterday that Vaughan wouldn't have done, in my eyes. You know, and I, I think that that's a, a call. It was a brave call. I, I admit it. I, I, I actually met David before the game yesterday. I was pulling the piss out of him. I thought he was, <laughs> that he was absolutely just doing it just so that everybody else would take the focus off talking about something else. I think David was surprised they actually put him in I, as well. You, you know what, tomorrow, it's just the reality. And uh, Look, at there's Rory playing midfield, Alan Ford and me midfield. Now, I don't think it's that much rocket science to play in a full-back position. Because half the time, as a midfielder, you're back in a defensive zone as well. You can say, you can look at, I went down in the final after 11 minutes, and Donny touched the ball three times for the game after that. Now, I don't know, did, did I do my job? We were, still, we were hammered out the gate, everyone else We weren't putting the ball in, Tim, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I, I'm going... And it's, 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 you go, I think it just takes... The, the one do, thing it does do... And you kind of said, it, 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 and you'd have a point that it was unfair on Aiden. But the way I the way I know talking to a person last night that he approached it was he'd sacrifice he play he play in goal if he had to if it meant that you know that would win. I know, yeah. Stephen Rush might pick him there. Yeah, you wouldn't know him. But you know what? It's 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 definitely uh, it's definitely interesting. But he will play anywhere, and he will do any any job, and same as any other player. And I think the the one big thing is. 
maybe and the fact that Keith was or Lee Keegan was very quiet yesterday to a degree well a huge thing I think was Keith Higgins role like a lot of people in Kerry were saying Jesus and it was the same thing against Galway you know the ball coming into Donny in that first half it was coming in quick it was coming in direct and I don't think Donny got enough ball yesterday I was crying for him to get the ball you know get it into mm. him get it into fast what, what was happening then was Donny he was coming out and out next thing he was out around the 45 65 looking for handy ball you know we need to get the ball in now I think Keith Higgins had a big role there and I do agree I think Paul Murphy and Lee Keith there was a couple of great battles I thought the battle of the game was Brendan Harrison and Paul Ganey I thought it was outstanding right. Harrison that last ball that went in Ganey is so comfortable turning and jinking I thought it was a phenomenal play by Brendan Harrison he held him up and I'll tell you what, another aspect of the game, the biggest aspect of the game is how open possibly Kerry were at the back there. And I was thinking a lot about this. I was driving down last night and I was thinking about, you know, everybody was giving out and saying, yes, Kerry could have lost the game. And I understand where Fitzmaurice was coming from. He was trying to press Mayo hard hmm. to stop their runners and he was flooding midfield. But you look into the defence and the amount of space. But I'll tell you what, years ago, when, when we were facing the likes of the Brogans, the, the Stephen O'Neills, the Canavans, the Joyces, the Stevie Max, the O'Shea McConnells, those players were inside in the same space they'd have because there was no defences that time. There was no mass defences. There wasn't even any of that. But we had the likes of Mike McCarthy, Tom Sullivan, Mark O'Shea, who were able. Jesus, when you, you, we took them for granted, really. But I do think the next day that Kerry's defence need those full that full back line needs to improve. Now they do need to get a little bit more help. I agree with on that. But they need to be able to stand their man up for three or four seconds before they get the help. But you know, asked, and it, it's sorry after the Galway game I asked you should they put in a sweeper full time? You said I don't think so then, but it was probably even more glaring how much space there was in front of that full back line. So obviously they need to improve their individual matchups. But they would well, surely know, benefit from having someone there minding the house somewhat. Yeah, I, I don't think it's our natural game. I don't think we've ever kind of played even two games together with a sweeper. I think the Donegal game 2014 is the closest we've come to actually. And people say we play sweepers. We didn't play sweepers. What we did was we held our half-back line and let the, the, the Donegal half-forward line were going deep all the time. So it looked like we were playing sweepers, but we just held our line. I think Kerry can afford to leave the likes of Crowley um, Paul Murphy will probably be detailed on Keegan again um, I think Marley will probably go into the full back line I think uh, Mark Griffin will be under pressure for the next day um, um, who let be, I'd say if you, Jonathan Lyon could possibly come in at, at wing back and we, we don't we need to like it's like um, it's like the tide do you know the way the tide comes in and out we need to be able to move as a unit but we need to move quicker as a unit we need to sound alarm bells when Mayo are on the ball and we need to maybe two or three to put pressure on the ball that's there but the other three or four that are around the middle need to drift back straight away and when I say drift back I mean get back I mean we can help that full back line a lot better but Enright I suppose I have great time for Enright as a man marker uh, but geez, Andy Moran was outstanding yesterday I was looking at it again this morning he was absolutely outstanding and he's he's got cuteness I think Enright was caught ball watching a couple of times Andy Moran is around a long time you see the score he got in the second half even the goal he got you know, he didn't jump for that ball. He left the boys, jumped to three or four of them, jumped into each other. Ball bounced in front of him. Pure cuteness. So I do think that Kerry, like people are saying that something radical has to happen. I don't think something radical has to happen here with this defence at all. Just tweak it a small bit. Be more aware when Mayor are in possession. Get heat on the ball as quick as possible. But the guys who are not putting heat on the ball, 
get back and get back quicker than they've been doing like yeah, I, think, I think it's a simple fix for Ainfrith Morris and it happened with Dublin um, a number of times over the years when we'd go for the high press you could see Kerry were trying to put pressure on David Clark's kick out and they did I thought he was all at sea on his kick outs I thought he was under real pressure um, but when the kick out goes to one side I mean somebody from the other side just drops back into that little pocket in the centre half back position at times all three Kerry half, half backs were over the halfway line and leaving that big 50 yard space so one of them just needs to drop back needs to be aware right now and here I'll hold the line here and I think that'll stop a lot of those long kick passes that went into the, um, into yeah, the yeah. forward. They have to get the balance right because if, if they flood if they flood too many fellas back or they retreat too much then you're inviting the runners on again like you know I think Kerry did a good job in stopping the runners like I know Colin Boyle broke through for a couple of times alright and Dirk in, in the second half but overall you would say Fitzmaurice would have been happy with the way they stopped the runners stopped Keegan etc but you have to get the balance right and it's very very difficult in a week you know, I, I would trust Kerry to get it right, but it'll be a tough ask. Like, the the, the, the stats going into the game was that Kerry only allowed 35% of the opposition's kickouts to go short. Was was a major was a major thing. And that's what you've said, Tomás. That's the way Kerry shape up. They all push up. So it doesn't give you any kind of flexibility to it's hold It's a risky game, like. Uh, it is a risky game. It's putting, it's putting pressure up front one, on one context. But I can tell you now, and I've watched this team for a long time, I have never seen Mayo kick as much ball in my life. The amount yeah. of ball they kicked yesterday was phenomenal because there was so much space in behind. That was ridiculous. <clears throat> and when you look at it, we're all going to talk about Aidan O'Shea versus Donnelly. There's not a lot of other question marks in Mayo or in the Mayo team that didn't play well. Well, yeah, you'd look at it. Keegan possibly would look at it and say, I didn't get into the game enough. enough. But he, yeah. I, I agree with you, David. I think they got... I thought Parsons was outstanding in the second half. Yeah. Jeez, he kicked two points. He was brilliant. He got himself into great positions. He worked like a dog around the middle. Shea Shea is coming, getting stronger in every game he's playing as well. But I do agree. I, I don't know, is there too many fellas in Mayo? I think there's more improved... There is a, a gap to improve a lot more with Kerry than there is with Mayo. But... I, 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 a lot of people said geez, Mayo won't play as well I've no doubt that they Mayo will turn and you know you have to give them credit geez, they're after a year and a season and they seem to get it they seem to time it right you know in terms of, of like the Derry game the Cork game the Clare game Christ they were, they were out of the championship a couple of times yet they have, they have unbelievable resilience and you have to give Rochford credit for that in the backroom management but what an unbelievable group of players that still come back and they were on the cusp of it again yesterday but this game isn't over you know people are writing off Kerry saying that they've lost their chance and I'm reading up on Twitter or whatever this morning I don't think none of the present company yeah, you're after dropping four of them there now another thing David I want to get your opinion on is the Rochford's continued use of Colin Boyle. He was taken off even earlier than usual yesterday. I think it was maybe the 41st or 42nd minute, despite having a very prominent game. Ideally, you'd like to have Dirk and Boyle and Keegan and Higgins all in the defence at the same time. What did you make of yesterday's decision? Um, I wouldn't have agreed with it. I didn't think... I haven't agreed with a lot of the the, the interchange of the subs. Um, the reality is that I thought he was he was um, very good yesterday, very tight. He, um I couldn't believe that he was taken off. No, if he didn't it, look tired, he sprinted off. If I <laughs> if I wanted if I wanted Paddy Durkin, I'd have played Paddy Durkin anywhere in that pitch yesterday from the very start. So you're kind of going. I know I have this guy in reserve, but again, it's a back. You're, you're, we're bringing on constant defenders. We brought on uh, one defender uh, that went into the forward line. We brought on one defender that went into the midfield line, uh, and then we brought on Conor Loftus in the last two or three minutes. That was it. Um, 
I think I think there's a there's a place for Paddy Durkin in the team, but I would not I would not sacrifice Chris Barrett uh, maybe Colum, to come out. I, I wouldn't sacrifice Colin Boyle. Well, full stop. Thing with Paddy Durkin is like he wants to have an Stephen Rashford wants an impact off the bench, and and apart from Paddy Durkin, where else is the impact coming off the bench? Like Stephen Coleman went down, we know what we get from him. He had a chance for a point that wasn't very convincing going for it at a critical time. So I think the only real impact I would have thought Conor Loftus might have got a little bit more game Love time, him. but maybe the lads were going so well inside he didn't want to take any of them off. So Paddy Durkin, I think, is the only real impact that he that he has coming off the bench, and I think that's why you put him in. That's probably why. He, he put him in so early in the second half is that he just wanted to get him on the field and unfortunately Boyle someone had to come off but I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, the, mar- the the move there really was to put Aiden out around the middle he had, he had fresh legs anyway that's for sure to a degree because he had no running done put Aiden around the middle and put Paddy Durkin in and put Tony centre back and put Tony Vaughan full back like yeah, you see the, the Mayo backs are so strong as a unit like yeah. it's very hard they have seven excellent backs, and that's including Jorkin in that. Seven excellent backs, and it's very hard. To, and they seem to have this thing where they're going to put Jorkin, and Boyle seems to be the other man. I thought Boyle is outstanding. I have great time for him. I think he's unbelievable spirit in him. At the start of the game yesterday, I would have, looking at it, and I saw that Jorkin wasn't starting, Jason Doherty would possibly be the man I would have swapped for Durkin but Darty had a great game yesterday he's a game of, of the season he, he's so far so I, I don't know what they're going to do I think they might leave Durkin on the bench the next day again unless there's injuries or something but I, I certainly think maybe with the fact that I think that Donald Vaughan will play full back the next day if I was Mayo I'd play him full back I'm not sure but that's the way I'd go I, I don't think I'm not sure I think Durkin like Durkin has kicked massive important scores for Mayo this year and in fairness he, he had a goal he had a goal about, I'd say, just three or four minutes to go where he, he kicked a bad wide. But then he had the confidence to come up and rattle him po- uh, the point to draw the game. You know, So he's a big-time player. He's only there, I think, is it two years, David? He's two only years. there two years. Two years, yeah. yeah so Last he, year was his, he doesn't was play his, with his debut like, year to a degree and he had outstanding. Outstanding. Yeah. T- question for you, Tomas, on um, Donica uh, and Barry John Keane. Like, I, I, I thought Barry John Keane and Darren O'Sullivan had a major influence in the game yesterday. What, what, well, I was what worried. didn't have. I was worried, David. When I saw Stephen O'Brien starting, like Dunica, Dunica tore his hamstring on Tuesday night. So I, I'd say Dunica is out for the next game as well. Now, he wasn't even talked out yesterday, which is ominous enough. But Stephen O'Brien started, and next thing they brought on Savage. So everybody's been talking about the fact that Kerry had such an impact off the bench this year. And I thought, geez, we, 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 the two boys are on after 20 minutes. We won't have the same impact off the bench t- today. And Barry John Keane maybe coming on at... at at maybe towards the end in very, very close matches wouldn't have the impact as sometimes coming on when the game is kind of loose enough. But in fairness, yesterday he got a great score. You know, but I do think um, that Kerry really need to... to I, I, like, if you're looking at it from a Kerry point of view the next day, I would say Jack Barry would be starting. Maher is... If I if I counted in my head, I was coming down the car yesterday. Seven... seven I was doing a lot of thinking coming down the car. <laughs> seven, there was seven fellas on that Kerry team that I would count... And I went through it with the young fella. Seven fellas that couldn't be happy with their game. They couldn't, no matter what. Now, included in that, and I watched the game again this morning, I would have said, and when I look back at it, I, I kind of changed my mind a small bit. I thought Paul Ganey had a quite game yesterday. But when you look at it, he kicked three or four points from play. He kicked seven points or eight points altogether, you know. And still, I think there's more in him, like, you know, because... Um, but there's other fellas, like Mike Ganey had a quite game yesterday. Uh, Mark Griffin had a poor game. Shane Enright... Um, you know, I thought Anthony Maher was quite, Johnny Buckley was quite. Uh, there's an amount, James, I don't know who was quite. There's an amount 
that Kerry can improve on, like you know. And so, I, answers, I, I, listen to you there. There's absolutely no chance that Mayo have now next Saturday going through the bad performances Kerry have. Let's be honest, because a lot of the Mayo team played to the like Andy Moore will not score one five again next Saturday. I, I'd like to see him. I don't think he will. Aidan O'Shea, please God, have an influence. Lee Keegan should be better. But after that, a lot of them played as good as we've seen. Like, where you look at Kerry, they're sixes and sevens all over the field. Um, so, but I'd question why, you know, Rory, I'd question why they weren't, like, it's easy to say they didn't perform, but they weren't didn't perform because the Mayo boys were, were at a pitch of a level. I think when I, when I started, the first five minutes, I said, oh, we're in trouble here. For, we're in for a tough one here, like, and you can tell. But then Kerry came back into it. But I just think, I, I agree with you, like, I... I Mayo, I have no doubt that the same. Kerry have to prepare. It's 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 what the managers do now and the way they prepare. They won't try much in the field. It's a, it's a mind game here from here till next Saturday to get it right. And it's normally the team that improves most. But I mean, if you're a Mayo man, geez, you're in a good place psychologically because you're facing into this game. And you're saying, right, we rattled them. We should have won it. We'll put our heads down. and We go at it again. We we'll get reach the same heights as we are. If you're a Kerry man, you say, right, there's room for improvement, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen. You know, they have to make it happen. And that's the worry. Like I said it before the game. I said, you can trust the Dubs at the moment. Or you can, the Dubs are the only team really at the moment that you could say, right, they will give 100%. If they're beaten, they'll be beaten by a better team. But they'll get a performance out of themselves anyway. I, I still can't trust Kerry to get that performance. Do you understand what I'm saying? Well, I, well, I can't. And this was, a this was the first battle they've had this season, which I think will stand to them. I think it was something they needed, you know, and I think it'll stand to them and I think the, the space is there to improve. Now, whether they improve or not, it's down to the players on the field, they basically. Had, they had the opportunity to watch too and let's look back to the Galway game. You have to name seven players there that really performed to the same standard in the in the, the Galway game, I feel. And the, yeah. the half and up, the half and up. Well, Buckley, Buckley was outstanding in the Galway game, I thought. He was absolutely outstanding. He was stuck in everything like but yesterday he just had a quiet game. You know, I think I think they'll go back. They probably weren't expecting a couple of things to pan out the way it did. Probably, you know, uh, Donny probably wasn't expecting. But Donny's tough enough to, to be wrong. I'd say Keegan wasn't expecting to have the game that Paul Murphy was on him for a full day. Was, so was, Keegan was Murphy, probably be better the next day. Was Murphy well, you know, on Keegan or Keegan on Murphy? I don't know. There was, I, I, <laughs> I don't know. Was, was like Keegan wing forward? Because Keegan was playing more advanced. I thought Lee, Lee played uh, right half forward. Well, you know, I'd, I'd say from the outset, I'd say Murphy went over on him. Now, towards the end of the game, I was watching it and Peter Crowley was picking up Keegan. So probably, yeah, Keegan probably did stay up in that half hour line. Mm, yeah. Just I, I think Kerry still holds, still holds, still holds the ace. Like looking at Paul Gainey yesterday, um, even though Harris did well, I'm like he uh, every time he got the ball, he looked like he might score. Um, and I think by the slippy conditions, I think he has the beating of of whoever marks him in there. I think Amos Morris has a couple of big calls to make. Um, like we've spoken about before, when you when you've had to run carry, you had some of the maybe cracks that are there aren't exposed, but some of the cracks were exposed by Mayo yesterday. So it's up to Amos Morris' management team now to try and fix those. I think if he does that, if he does that properly, shores up the shores up the centre back position a little bit. Somebody holds the line there a little bit. I think I think Kerry probably will be too strong. But um, like in fairness to Mayo, as you said, as you said there, Tomas, like they're a, they're a phenomenal team. The way they keep coming back, and just thinking about their mindset over the next couple of days, like not not like yourself, Tomas. I'd be thinking. In the back of their minds, they'd be thinking, "Just we've left, we've left this behind again." Similar to the All Ireland final last year, we couldn't. We were the better team in the day, and we couldn't get this over the line. And I think it's going to be, it's probably a bitter pill this morning for Mayo to swallow. Even though I'm sure they'll come round by the middle of the week, but um, I think it's probably the advantage, Karina. Yeah, David. Looking back to the to the game yesterday for a minute, the 
that first half, Mayo went 2-5 to 1-4 ahead after about 22-23 minutes. They were doing all the running at that stage. Yet somehow it went in level at half-time after they conceded a few needless frees. That, for me, was probably the key period of the game where Mayo maybe lost that great advantage. Yeah, to a degree. Um, I, I've swallowed many things in my time, but I didn't swallow a bit of pill this morning. I, I actually, I think... <laughs> I actually... You think about it, and you paint a picture, and managers have a major job to do this week. But you're going... We were questioned, as a manager, you'll say to me, oh, we were questioned, and we were down, and there was two minutes left on the clock, and we were a point behind. Now, tell me who showed the resolve. And who, you, never, you never question Mayo's heart. No, but you, you, you're going... I don't, nobody can never question that. I actually don't think they left it behind. I think they will learn so much. So much. Because, yeah. look, at it's... it's a, well, had that Andy Morn, had that Andy Morn chance gone in at... at um, it should have been good luck, goodbye, half, and God bless. It would have rightly tested Kerry then. Yeah. It would have rightly tested him. And to be fair, Jack Barry missed uh, an equally good chance in the second half as well. Um, look, I think, I think Jack Barry will start the next day. Like, I think there'll be two or three positional changes on the Kerry team I think um, it, it is the first battle that they and they need it they need it to get down deep and a lot of fellas are throwing at this Kerry team oh geez, the Kerry teams of the past you know they were better teams and maybe the, the, the stars aren't on this team but they, I do trust Fitzmaurice to, he's a good man to do it like he did it with, with last year's our 2014 with the replay I think they're actually that sideline is very good in terms of, of writing things in a replay. You don't often get the chance to write things in a replay, but I, normally the team that covers the cracks, they will look at the cracks where they had this week and they'll try to cover them and repair them while still trying to do what they did well. So it, it, that's where the, the winning and the losing of this game is this week. And um, I think Kerry have a lot to look at. I think Mayo will be looking at just getting the same performance. And, and you see, the worry I'd have for Mayo right now is... Getting over the line, you know, when you're so, so close, getting over. In fairness to Killian O'Connor, he kicked a bomb in the second half. And I would have questioned Killian O'Connor, but he got a point from play there in the second half when Mayo really, really needed it. Like, but they need they need a soccer punch, and they've yet to give a soccer punch against the big teams, and that's what Mayo need to, to be able to give, and I'm not sure, can they? Well, Tomas, just from a neutral point of view, looking at Kerry yesterday, um, I don't think you can not play a sweep or, or at least rearrange that full back line for, because the amount of space... We talk about the Mayo full forward line, like, you know, it's hard to pick an outstanding player within there. They say all natural forwards, they're good, but they're not dynamite. If you somehow come up against Dublin in a final, like, you need to be prepared for an onslaught from a full forward line because Galway got trophies for three or four goals, uh, you know, and we all know Galway aren't up there at the top tier. Same again yesterday, the full back line was destroyed. So I think Fitzmaurice has to look at a sweeper or else rearrange their full back line well, looking further afield, you know. Looking at it, like if you look, if you think back to the league final, I mean, there was there wasn't the same space inside there in the league final, like, and they weren't playing sweepers in the league final either. So it's not a case of I don't think they have to play a sweeper. I think they I just have Dublin to look were at the only way. washing off the fake tan from Holly in the league final. Though. Don't don't look at that Dublin team <laughs> no, now. They're a different animal now, is, though. Kerry, it won't be too difficult. This is why I'm saying nothing radical has to be done here. It won't. It'll be a tweak of a defence. They look at it the way right. We did it against Dublin the way there was the same amount of space. But they need what they need to do. The emphasis and the strongest point that Mayo had coming into this game was their running machine from, from the middle third and, and the half-backs especially. And I think that's what they focus on, maybe focus on it a little bit too much. They need to get the balance right, they need to stop that, but at the same time, mind the house. At the same time, I would say, 
powerful back line need to toughen up a small bit more. They need to be tighter than what they were. I know it's a tough game inside. Tighter to fuck, man as man your man. uncle used to say, isn't that right? Morris <laughs> <laughs> and the K management team didn't afford the male full forward line enough respect like to leave the three of them in I there would say, man man. I would say they took them um, I'd agree Alan I'd say they, they they trusted their men a little bit too much to go man a man and, and to beat them man a man now look I think Andy Moore and if you told me that Andy Moore was going to get 1-5 from play off Stephen or, or off um, Shane Enright I'd have laughed at you before the game now it was pure cuteness I think Shane Enright will uh, three of those scores minimum including the goal came from ball watching yeah. I think they just need to as P.O. used to say tighten, tighten, tighten the fuck like that's what he used to say and you know Language literally <laughs> I know but you do, that's that's literally what you have to do and I think Mark Riffle will be very lucky if he starts next day I think uh, Ty Marley improved things when he went in there you know and, and you can't say oh Kerry dominated midfield and the same ball wasn't going in there was as much ball going in Marley improved that full back line when he went in and I thought Killian Young even though Killian O'Connor kicked two points from play Killian Young was, was solid enough throughout today I, I felt he kicked so the hurling himself actually off the right boot I do think look I, I think it's all to play for it was a brilliant brilliant match we were given out about the, the quarter finals and next weekend like oh geez, it's a feast like you have the Doves you have Tyrone you have Kerry and you have the four best teams above there and they'll go hammer and tongs like it, two mouthwatering matches and you were guaranteed like even with the conditions yesterday like I was pouring rain you were expecting God this will be hard and there was a lot of mistakes made but it was the best game of the championship so far. So David, one thing that Joe Brawley mentioned on the RT broadcast yesterday was that Mayo were unbelievable at getting the equalising points in big games, but they just haven't been able to kick on and get the winner for whatever reason that is. Like, why do you think they haven't? They've had so many chances over the years to put away so many of these big teams, but it's always, for some reason or another, just come up just short. Probably your bench. We, we haven't had a bench, and we haven't had a panel of players where you have as good, as good a players in the country pound for pound, man for man. But it's your 16, 17, 18 and 19 that really gets you over the line. So you don't think it's a mental thing? Not, no. No, well, the mental thing is, 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 I think the rest of you are all mental. <laughs> yeah, you can't question it, you can't question this Meow team's balls. It, it, I don't care what like, To get over the, the line, is, you said you just haven't got the extra quality that the Dubs have had. You go through, like not blowing smoke, but bringing all Ireland there in all Ireland final. Come on, got that great score. You just don't have. Conor Loftus hasn't got the experience say no. that a Bernard Brogan's going to have or or any of these carried down. It, it, it was telling yesterday at the end of the game that it was all defenders stepping up to take these shots. Like you had Chris Barrett, you had Patrick Durkin coming in twice. Like, yeah. You have Killian O'Connor on any morning you just have to get these guys on the ball yeah uh, again now Manchester we got Killian on the ball in certain circumstances in the Roscommon first game like he, he was the man he had the ball and look it didn't work so to have and they are capable of getting the right man on the ball but again we have when you're bringing on we're bringing on defenders out and out defenders uh, as a forward and as a midfield they're going to get on a lot of them because they're the legs. They're the guys with the fresh legs. And um, unfortunately, and it's not going to change between now and next Saturday that Mayo, uh, I do feel that there's one player, his, his name is Shane Nally. I still, for the life of me, can't understand why he hasn't seen game time of some sort. Now, again, he's a defender, but he came on and scored two points against Roscommon. He played a full game against Tyrone and scored two points. He is a he's a serious peg on him. Um, Tech Stephen Rochford, he might put him in the team after last week. Well, I'll, I'll, we'll have a team. We're having a team meeting on Tuesday night, so we'll we'll discuss it then. <laughs> well, that's all we have time for this week in the throw. And I'd like to thank David, Rory, Alan, and Tomas for joining us on the line. We'll be back next Monday to go over all the action from the replay, as well as Dublin versus Tyrone in the second semi-final. 
Until then, you can get us on iTunes, SoundCloud, or independent.ie. So thanks so much for listening, and until next week, goodbye.